here at After Hours, 6 o'clock hour, done in the books. Fast. Always fast. Chiefs will be at Buffalo next Sunday. 530-913-586-7610. How we feeling? Early on. 913-586-7610. How we feeling about it, Buffalo? Right now, the line, minus two and a half Buffalo. Um, I feel like I can give you a couple reasons of why I feel more positive about it than maybe some people would think that on the road in a playoff game out of your backyard might be a little nerve-wracking. Obviously, it is. You have to travel. There's a lot of key factors to this element, though, that can kind of keep you on the right side of things. Now, I know that there's some of you out there that are probably just going to stay as optimistic as possible because of what this season has been, but you could also look at the last two times this team has been on the field as a unit, and it's been pretty solid. We know the storylines, a lot of them will be, which the main one is now, because if you scroll through Twitter or X, whatever it is, if you scroll through that, the number one thing you're going to see is Patrick Mahomes is finally playing on the road. And this should be a fun week of sports for you, right? Divisional round is always, to me, a very, very fun time. Um, but as Nick Wright would tweet, setting up for Mahomes to get his first ever road playoff win by ending Buffalo's season for a third time in four years. And then it's Mahomes either versus Lamar Jackson for a trip to the Super Bowl, where you'll probably have a matchup of the last two MVPs of the NFL, or, or, which we'll talk about a little bit later, there's a chance that Houston beats Baltimore and you get a sixth consecutive AFC championship and boy, would the sports world hate us then. Which speaking of a little side note, which I'm going to bring up at the end of the show. Actually, I'll wait till the end of the show. I'll wait. But I like this matchup, Kansas City versus Buffalo. Because as of now, you'll get Baltimore-Houston, Buffalo-Kansas City, San Francisco-Green Bay, and Detroit will play the winner of Tampa Bay or Philadelphia in the Motor City. From the text line, the six, I like Buffalo over the Texans right now. And I want to go back to the, to the conversation that I had with Pete about where Buffalo's mindset is is where Kansas City's mindset is. Because if you look at Buffalo, right, a team that had a lot of trials and tribulations within their own house all season, right? It was a lot of, he said, they said, we don't know where we're at. Von Miller obviously isn't the player they thought that he was going to be when they gave him that huge contract. Hello. Josh Allen had some mishaps, had a game where he only threw for 94 yards, almost missed out on the playoffs, fought and came all the way back and then beat Miami in the last game of the season in the regular season to capture the number two seed. And now they are hosting another round of playoffs in their own house. Good for them. The Kansas City Chiefs, the last time they played them, fair enough to say it was a different Chiefs offense. Right? The last time you had them beat, but one of your wide receivers had a little bit too much offsides. And one of the best plays we've seen all year and what might have been one of the best plays in the NFL this season Gets completely erased. Chiefs lose. And that's where the effect of the regular season can affect playoffs. Because if the Chiefs simply win that game, 
this game is being played at 5.30 in Kansas City. It's not. We're over that. That's Time marches on. But you've faced Buffalo before in the playoffs, and you've beaten them three times. Now, the big advantage is that it's been at your house, but the major advantage is that you have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But the main factor about this is that you've never had the defense that you've had on the side of the field that you've had for Kansas City, which is a dominant defense, and now the number one defense, in my opinion, left in the playoffs. Cleveland, they get housed, right? Flacco finally clock strikes midnight. We've been talking about it for a while. Eventually, the slipper's going to fall off. Eventually, the pumpkin is going to die out or the carriage is going to turn back into a pumpkin. It happened. The clock struck midnight on Joe Flacco. Two pick sixes. You get blanked out of Houston. And now this sets up for a matchup where we'll get Patrick Mahomes on the road to Buffalo. Big advantages for Kansas City. They are healthier. And a lot of times in the playoffs, we forget that the main thing that we can see or the main thing that we can always kind of bypass is at this point in the season, the key advantage to anything is who's the healthiest team playing. Kansas City has basically a full healthy roster. Now, there'll be some reports on Wanya Morris this week. Brian Cook, we are optimistic but thinking that he'll probably miss the rest of the season. Sky Moore still out, and Kadarius Toney wasn't inactive in this last game. Again, those are not what the identity is of this Kansas City offense. That's another advantage that maybe Kansas City has figured out what they are on offense, and they have what they know on defense, and if they have that recipe and they can gel that together and use what they have at head coach and quarterback, then you've got to feel a little bit more confident that they can get this job done in Buffalo. And like the Tyreek Hill thing, that we had just talked about. If you handle Buffalo this year in the playoffs, if in fact the Chiefs can go to Orchard Park and win against Buffalo and get that win on the road, the first time Mahomes has ever been on the road, I think that would pretty much bury this rivalry as well. Right? This would be three times in four years that you would knock Buffalo's season off the grid. It would then get almost to that point where you would think that Buffalo would be like, well, no matter what we do, no matter what we try, no matter where we get to in the season, you can't beat Kansas City in the playoffs. That rivalry, I think, would then kind of cool itself because, again, you have to have a rivalry where both teams win. And Buffalo seems to get the job done in the regular season, and in this season they won because of a, you know, a call of offsides. Was he offsides? Absolutely. Am I sure you're anything? No way. He was offsides. They lost. It is what it is. That was a different team. That defense was still the same. Josh Allen looked great today. There was no TJ Watt. They played against Mason Rudolph. Mike Tomlin was still there. They hung around for a little bit, right? They got it to what, 21 to 14, 24 to 17, and then the rest was history. Then Mason Rudolph fell into Mason Rudolph's lap. You've also got a short week, which to me – which I'll always say there is an advantage for a team that doesn't have to travel. But this is a game which Buffalo just played, and tomorrow there is no celebratory victory dance. There is no, we just beat Pittsburgh, congratulations. They have to hit the ground running, get focused on Kansas City, whereas you have to think, as smart as Andy Reid is and Patrick Mahomes are, they were probably leaning towards, well, we're going to play Buffalo. 
there's probably a good chance we're going to play Buffalo. If we don't, we've got to gear ourselves up for a game against a rookie quarterback and C.J. Stroud. That's a dog. But I would tend to think that with what they've seen and what they know and the, and the feeling that they probably got, they've been planning for Buffalo since yesterday afternoon, as well as today. And they'll have to travel to Buffalo, right? They'll have to leave Saturday to get into town. And again, the temperature for next week on Sunday, 26, 25 degrees, zero precipitation, 10 to 12 mile an hour winds. So great conditions considering the following, what the two teams have just played in. Weather will not be an issue. Travel, I don't think, favors one team over the other because of the short week they kind of canceled themselves out. And then you get to talk about the conversation that is, what somebody has a head coach and quarterback against the other. And this is the closest we'll get until if there is a matchup between Baltimore and Kansas City. Baltimore, Kansas City, the head coach quarterback combination. Still an advantage, Kansas City, but not as, as big as advantage as Buffalo. I think you take Andy Reid way over Sean McDermott. And I think you would take Patrick Mahomes over Josh Allen, but they're still kind of in the same top five conversation. But we know we've had the conversation where Patrick Mahomes in the penthouse, everybody else a couple floors down. Not to get into that detail. But the other thing that you get to carry with you, which is a huge advantage to have this time of the year, is health and a good defense. And when you have that on your side and an identity that you have finally figured out, you did not have this identity the last time you played Buffalo. You have it now. And they're going to know. They're going to know that number four is a key factor. They're going to know who 87 is because they played against 87. And they know what Mahomes can do but they still have to stop Isaiah Pacheco, which seems to be a hard thing to do. They still have to do what they have to do in the defensive scheme where it comes to Patrick Mahomes versus Rasheed Rice or Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Who are you going to let get you? Not only that, you've got to figure out how to make it work against a defense that allowed seven points against Miami, who's a high-powered offense, even though the, the temperature was cold. By God, Ric Flair is still doing it. Sorry, I just turned my attention to the Monday Night Football game, and they got Ric Flair, who's got some sort of, like, gold mullet. And Tampa Bay just getting the crowd ready. Praise him. Good Lord, Ric Flair still doing it. But that's what I want to hit on next. I want to hit on this defense. Because we've said it since St. Since Joe. And we're going to continue to say it because this team is what it is. They're a defensive first team. And now that they have the identity, you mesh those two together. And the unselfishness of what this defense is, I'll explain what that means. Plus, I never really believed in the whole chip on the shoulder thing. The last dance helped me realize that. And Legereus Sneed with Harold Koontz let me realize that. I'll play you the audio of he and Trent McDuffie on the other side. You're listening after hours on 610 Sports Radio. another about hour and 40 minutes with you here on 610 Sports Radio. We'll get into the out of left field question. It kind of has to do with the weather today. Um, at 8 o'clock, Chiefs know who their matchup is, as you all do probably now, but I'm going to reiterate it into your brain until you're starving and pining for this matchup like myself as the final matchup of Wild Card Weekend takes off Philadelphia at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay getting the ball first. For those of you that are wondering, the last time the Chiefs played in Buffalo was in 2020. The Chiefs defeated the Bills 26-17. Mahomes was 21 of 26, threw for 225 and two touchdowns. Clyde Edwards-Elair had a game. Had a game, folks. 
161 rushing yards on 26 carries. We do remember the last time the Chiefs and Buffalo played in Kansas City. There was no Isaiah Pacheco. Seems kind of, I don't know, rather large of a story to to think about when it comes to um, what's different now than what is uh, that was then. But the one thing that stays true and the one thing that stays honest is this Chiefs defense. This was Trent McDuffie after the game on Saturday against Miami. Um, I know that play is going to haunt me for sure because mm-hmm. I always said I felt like that's why we didn't get that donut on that scoreboard. Um, but, yeah, I think just not being able to find that ball. And um, when you're that chase mode, you know, your heart's running. And I know at least for me, I was like, I'd rather just take a penalty than a touchdown. But um, I feel like that's one of the hardest things is just knowing where that ball is going to be because um, all you're focused on is just trying to get to the receiver. Trent McDuffie on the play that was the Tyreek Hill touchdown. This was uh, audio from Harold Koontz of Fox 4 talking to LeJarius Sneed after the game. The whole discussion of this game was how you're going to deal with their speed on the outsides. And obviously Tyreek and Jalen, how do you feel you guys handled them today, knowing that you held them to seven points today? So a pretty good effort for you guys. Uh, You know, they only had one one explosive play, I think. And, you know, we came out and just do what we do and what we've been doing all week and all year. You know, just come out, play football to our best abilities. And I think we went out there, put hands on those guys, and the guys up front slowed them down. How much did that experience of guarding Tyreek over the years and, of course, in Germany help you out today? I mean, I wouldn't say uh, it's the experience that I had at practice with him. I can say it's come from a... All year you've embraced the challenge of guarding the number one guy, and now we're in the postseason. To have that challenge and really to come out with a win as a team but not only get some good individual wins out there as well, what was that like for you to show up when it counts the most? Man, you know, I got a chip on my shoulder that I'm playing with, and I'm hungry right now, and I want more for myself and for my team. And, you know, I just got to keep eating and keep going. What is more? Oh, man, you know, just just, just proving more who I am, you know, to the world. And, you know. Is there a chip on the shoulder potentially because of the All-Pro or anything, or you just, like, moved on from that? Yeah, man, I moved on from that, you know. Goss is high and looks low. You know, I'm a pro in his eyes. And just got more work to do for all that. Yeah. All right, bro. God says hi, and I'm all pro in his eyes. So you got to think that he uh, could care less. But again, I do hear some slight undertones. And I normally don't believe in the whole, like, chip on your shoulder mentality. Or at least I didn't believe in that it could really affect, you know, how you play or the level of play that you elevate yourself to when it comes to something that maybe you feel you were missed on or something that you were probably, you know, left to the wayside of. Legereus Sneed, there is no doubt in my mind, should have been a first-team All-Pro, should have been a first-team Pro Bowler. Jalen Ramsey being on that list is absolutely laughable. But again, I can't change that, and neither can he. But there is something that I love, the fact that we all know what is there. And the way that they played against Tyreek Hill and this Miami Dolphins offense was perfect. Physical, upfront, strong, knowing that you have help behind you. The other thing that I think is very awesome about this Chiefs defense is how humbling they are and how it's never going to be enough no matter where it's at. And I remember the audio of, I think it was Creed Humphrey, how he was upset you know, on his holding call in that game that really kind of irked him in the in the locker room too. This is a very, very hungry team, right? Because this is a team that a lot of people said, I don't know if they can do it. And they end up going 11 and six. Yeah, they get the three seed. Uncharacteristic because everything has been one or two seed. You know, uncharacteristic losses, drop passes, 
Detroit, that game, Buffalo, that game as well, Green Bay, MBS, whatever, the, the play, Philadelphia, same thing, right? Little things that are just irking you from the inside, self-inflicted wounds. And you can still hear those tones throughout the locker room, even though they're not drop passes or offsides calls or, you know, whatever it may be. It was, I felt bad that I gave the touchdown because we missed out on the donut. For those of you that don't know what the donut means, that means that there was not a zero on the board. That's a little bit of sarcasm, a lot of sarcasm. But the thing that I love about this defense is that there might just be the chip on the shoulder. Because our original take of the season was that in-house competition can work. Use it to your advantage. And maybe the defense has done that this year, right? Last year, a lot of rookies. Leo Chanel, George Karloftis, James Cook, Trent McDuffie. Lots of rookies on the defensive side. Not really given a whole lot of credit. Right, it was still like, oh, look at Mahomes, man, only one ankle, only one leg, still able to run, still able to maneuver his way as a as a quarterback in this team. Look at Juju Smith-Schuster, Travis Kelsey, still a son. What about the defense? And then you went into training camp this year, and everybody came back, Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, George Karloftis, the questions of Chris Jones, which then became obsolete because he then became a, fi- a factor on this defense. So many he was a signing, yes, misses six games, but has been absolutely fantastic as a defensive tackle. And then you look at even elsewhere, you look at, you know, what is George Karloftis? A guy that you'd have to think at one point you're going to have to back the Brinks truck up to and pay. George Karloftis into the regular season last year with four straight games with a sack. He's had a sack in the playoffs this year, one and a half to be exact, and looks like an actual force to be reckoned with. And as Pete Sweeney said in the interview, you might have your next Max Crosby on your hands. I'm not going to go there yet. It's nice to think. But 10 and a half sacks in the regular season, a force to be reckoned with, which, again, this unit for the Kansas City Chiefs might be a top three unit in the NFL. It's clearly better than that Miami offense. Shouldn't we agree? You shut them down twice. Is it better than the San Francisco offense? I don't know. Is it better than the, than the Baltimore defense in, in, in Baltimore? I think so. And not only that, are they not only good, and probably know that they're good. They're not done. They're humbled. And they're playing with a massive chip on their shoulder. One of the chips is Legereus Need maybe playing to a point where he just doesn't feel respected. And that's fine. Because to miss out on two awards in which he needed to be at least in both, but maybe at least in one, let that be known. Take that personally, right? Like in the last dance when they said that, why well, took that personal? The other one is that it's always been an offensive-driven team first for Kansas City. And I can promise you, promise you, that if the Kansas City Chiefs do, in fact, hoist up another Lombardi trophy at the end of the 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 season, which they could, right? They're in the final four of the AFC picture. There is a chance, and that window is getting larger and larger for a possibility because of the elimination of teams. If they do, in fact, hoist up a Lombardi trophy, the entire conversation will be, you did it with a defense this year, and Steve Spagnuolo will be an absolute treasure on that stage. Because in years past, you know them, why did they win the first time and they won the Super Bowl? Jet Chip lost. The offense was never out of it. How they win the second Super Bowl, Mahomes willed the offense on one leg, got the holding call, 
drove down the field and won. And now this year, you have a team that's similar to maybe some of those dominant New England teams where you had a trusting kicker. I believe you have that in this year, right? The temperatures were below zero, and Harrison Butker was still two for two and four for four. Amazing to see when you couldn't even kick the ball off. There was no fair catches in a game. Leo Chennault was your kick returning champion on Saturday, which is weird to say. And then you have a defense that you can lean on in the playoffs versus a team that has a very, very decent offense. And with Josh Allen playing against this team with a healthy Nick Bolton, with a healthy Leo Chennault, with a healthy Omenahue, Chris Jones, Carl Loftus, and the secondary all in place, I like the way this defense can play because this is something that you've never had before, a defensive-driven first team. But not only that, as good as they are and as good as they've been and as good as the stats have been for everything that are clearly evidently obvious for everyone to see, still a little bit of disrespect. Why? Maybe because you don't want to believe that the Chiefs can be a defensive front team first. Maybe because we're all poisoned to the mindset that this has always been an offensive-driven team, that it's always the stars on the offense. It starts with Kelsey and Mahomes. Maybe this is a year where it starts with Chris Jones, Karloftis, Trent McDuffie, and Legereus Sneed. Either way, get me to Buffalo on Sunday at 5.30 as soon as physically possible. I'm not going to sleep for six days. I don't sleep much this time of the year anyway, but that's okay. And if you want a little reassurance of what this Chiefs defense did to Miami Dolphins, one of the best offenses in the league this year, 1-12 on third down, 264 net yards of offense, they averaged 401. 76 rushing yards, they averaged 135.8. They gave up 13 first downs, Miami averages 21. They gave up seven points, seven points. Miami season low against the Chiefs defense that is absolutely clicking at the right possible time, even though they've been there all year. But now they might even be more dominant than they've ever been. And that, my friends, is a very, very scary thing to say out loud. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. We come back, let's talk about the quarterback. Let's talk about 15 and all the history that he's making and what his numbers mean. Again, they're not his fault. He's just doing what he's supposed to do. That's James. I'm Dusty Likens. You're listening to After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. Buffalo Stadium completely covered in snow. Just completely cold as all hell. And then they go to the game in Miami and everybody's in like short sleeve shirts or in Tampa. Must be nice. Must be nice. Don't forget that playoff coverage on 610 Sports Radio is brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. For those of you that have missed uh, the information or have not been paying attention, um, Mahomes and company will be traveling to Buffalo for the divisional round game. The first time Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid as a combo will be doing so. Talked about the defense last segment. I feel like that is a security blanket times a thousand to have for your team during the playoffs. Always a, always a beautiful thing to see on your side of the field. That just absolutely scared the hell out of me. There's a cleaning crew here cleaning in the pitch black outside, and the guy's got a jetpack vacuum on, and I had no idea what was going on. I heard the noise, but I didn't know what it was, and then like Buzz Lightyear comes around the corner in the, in the window and just absolutely scared the living hell out of me. Good God. Whew. I need a beer now. I need a beer. Anybody got a beer? That's that's preferably Miller Lite. Anyways, all right. Get it together. Bring it in. Hone it down, Dusty. Hone it down. Coming up at 8 o'clock, the out of left field question. Um, no Milano and Bernard for the Bills will be huge for the Chiefs run game from the 816. So will the addition of Isaiah Pacheco. 
uh, will be a huge addition for the Chiefs because he was not in that game the last time the Bills and the Chiefs played. Um, and he is part of what we've talked about earlier is the new identity, which is what we've led with tonight with the Kansas City Chiefs, the new identity on offense. We know uh, we know the identity of the defense. It's just they're a badass, right? They're that guy that you run into that's like, oh, this is why she left me. She left me for this guy who has uh, definitively great biceps, good square jaw, a good job, and not a scumbag like me. That's what that defense is. That defense is that man. Uh, but Mahomes, as we've stated, will be traveling for the first time on the road. Traveling on the road for the first time in playoff history. Should be interesting. But again, it's not his fault, right? This is one of those stats that are almost stupid. Because Mahomes has always had his team successfully ready Um, has always been a winner in the regular season and has always had a chance to play multiple home games and teams above them when he's not the one seed have faltered and then the shifts over to the Kansas City Chiefs who get the home game then. And the most quarterback wins in playoff history is obviously Tom Brady with 35. If Patrick Mahomes wins against Buffalo, he'll have 13 playoff wins, 13 The others with 13 would be Brett Favre and Ben Roethlisberger. And you might think to yourself, eh, that's decent company. Brett Favre was pretty good. Ben Roethlisberger was a two-time champion. Pretty good. Hall of Famers, both of them. If, if Patrick Mahomes wins in the divisional round and wins in the AFC Championship game, big if. So if he gets two more wins... And potentially, both of those coming on the road, you would have two amazing narratives for Patrick Mahomes' career. He would be 2-0 and to start his career in the playoffs on the road. And he would then have beaten Buffalo the two seed, Baltimore the one seed, in that first year as an option. Not only that, he would have 14 wins in the playoffs which would put him third all-time, all-time as a quarterback in the NFL. He would be tied with Peyton Manning, John Elway, and Terry Bradshaw for third all-time. And he would only be behind Joe Montana and Tom Brady. And to make this picture a little bit more clear, The last time the Chiefs went to Buffalo and played on the road, Joe Montana was a quarterback. Dave Craig would eventually fill in because Montana would get hurt. But it's funny how these storylines kind of fit themselves. And when you look at what Patrick Mahomes has done in the playoffs and the quarterback that he's been and why it's okay to lean on him even though you're going on the road, he's 28 years old and he's eighth in wins, ninth in total yards, sixth in total touchdowns, 12 wins, 4,700 yards, and 41 touchdowns. Let that sink in. 4,770 passing yards, 41 touchdowns, and 12 wins. There's a reason why they don't ever lose in the first round. They continue to have playoff success under 15. It is just a different animal every single time. Every single time they get into the playoffs. Like, we watched that game on Saturday. We all did, right? We all sat there and and enjoyed it or went to the game and enjoyed it. 
And Patrick Mahomes just looks different. And we always talk about when it comes to the playoffs and it comes to the picture of what the playoffs are, and maybe if you listen to this program enough and you get annoyed with it and tired with it, you can then use this as a conversation starter with your friends and go, man, I don't know. Got to go to Buffalo. Got to travel. Never been there in the playoffs. Remember that the conversation always starts with head coach and quarterback. And I know Josh Allen is good. Josh Allen is a top five quarterback in the league. I think that's pretty solidified. Sean McDermott is a decent coach, right? He probably saved his job by getting a playoff win and getting the two seed. I can't imagine they would fire him if they were to lose in the divisional round at home to the Chiefs. Stranger things have happened, Pete Carroll. I think he said today, non-football people made that move. And when you look at what Patrick Mahomes is in the playoffs and you look at what that game was against Miami, just because that's the most recent reference we have. Whereas the temperatures were in a wind chill of negative 31. Patrick Mahomes still looked like he was that dude. In fact, the first two plays of the game, they threw the ball. It is if nothing affects the quarterback in the playoff situation. And that's the greatest thing you can see because it was literally negative 30 wind chill. You couldn't feel your fingers. I had friends tell me they refused to take video and picture because they didn't want to take their hands out of their gloves. And this guy, and this guy's out here, no gloves. Tua Tugavailoa, glove guy. Patrick Mahomes, not a glove guy. Patrick Mahomes doesn't care when it gets to the circumstances. As long as the playoffs start, it is a different quarterback. And that is the scariest thing to me, is that he's already a two-time season MVP winning quarterback. There's a reason why he's only gotten to the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl in the playoffs. It is a different human being that plays quarterback in the playoffs when it starts. And that, my friends, is Patrick Mahomes. Whether it's negative 30, whether it's snow, whether it's freezing rain, whatever it may be, Patrick Mahomes seems to defy the odds and continue to play. Miami looked completely uncomfortable. Kansas City looked like it was, yeah, it was cold. But he still threw the ball 41 times in that game. And they won 26 to 7. They have the formula. They have the references. They have the history of what they are in the playoffs. And it is the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. That is what it is. It's not his fault they never played on the road. But now we get to play on the road. Now we get to see Patrick Mahomes play that game on the road. I don't think it's as big a disadvantage that Buffalo fans might say. Because I think if you're a Buffalo fan... In my opinion, I think the only advantage you have is that Patrick Mahomes isn't playing at the at home. And Patrick Mahomes in the regular season on the road and playoffs is 38 and 11. And Patrick Mahomes on the road in his career, 38 and 11. He's the same quarterback, it would appear, in every facet of every game on the road, at home, and in the playoffs. 12 and 3 now in the playoffs. Two more wins. He's tied third all-time with names like Peyton Manning. Pretty solid company. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is trying to get Nick Sirianni fired. Which might be a serious question to have. Because Tampa Bay right now is beating Philadelphia 10-0 after throwing a 45-yard touchdown pass to go up 10-0. Baker Mayfield showing Jalen Hurts, the other Oklahoma quarterback, what it's all about. God, could you imagine Philadelphia loses this game? 
They're going to play that Sirianni clip from Arrowhead over and over and over again. Coming up on the other side, we will finally tell you what the playoff picture will look like in the AFC, what the lines are, what the games might be. We get Buffalo in Buffalo, Baltimore and Houston. We'll dive into those matchups, get you some lines that they have. We'll get you ready on the other side of the 7 o'clock hour here on After Hours. Come up at 8. It'll be the out of left field question, 913-586-7610. But for now, it's the AFC playoff picture, the divisional round that starts next week. And I'm Dusty Likens. That's James. This is 610 Sports Radio. Back here on Monday night. Victory Monday doesn't really count because there was a victory Sunday. Although yesterday did not feel like a Sunday to me. Maybe I'm the only one. I thought yesterday felt like a like a Saturday almost. I did the show from 9 to noon yesterday with, with Quentin. And on my way home, I'm like, oh, yeah, we got still got a whole day of football left. That was an interesting one. Like I said, if you want, we'll take your calls, your texts, 913-586-7610. Um, Chiefs Buffalo next weekend, or I guess this weekend, Sunday at 530. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will take his talents to Orchard Park. And we'll see what happens. Double J joins us now. Go ahead, Double J. You're on the air. Dusty, what's up, man? Hey, thanks for taking the call. Look, I'm, all I got to say is bring on Buffalo. We're going to go up there and we're going to beat them Sunday. Mark my words. We owe owe them one because we gave them that game back in December. And if we didn't give them that game, we'll probably the two seed and they're coming to Arrowhead. So we got got a bone to pick with old Buffalo and Josh Allen and uh, Sean McDermott. And, hey, I'll I'll tell you what, man, I'll take it too because we get one day more of rest than they do because they play tonight. So bring on the Bills. Let's go. It's showtime at Holmes, baby. It's showtime now. And we're, we're just a different breed in the playoffs. Andy and Pat, all day, man. Let's go, Chiefs, and all this and off air. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. No, thanks for the call, Double J. Love the, uh, love the trust. Love the confidence. I'm always a, a fan of people that are overconfident if they believe it. Don't fake it. Just prove it. Uh, Tampa Bay, though, currently up 10-0 over Philadelphia with 325 left in the first quarter. Is there... Is there a chance that Sirianni could get fired? I mean, Philadelphia is similar to Dallas, right? They'll pull the trigger quick. We still don't know about Mike McCarthy. I can't imagine he's still the coach. Not for that embarrassing loss. Um, But, man, Sirianni, right? Since beating the Chiefs went 1-6. Or 1-5. No, I think it's 1-6. Now on the opposite end of the scoreboard, losing 10-0. But the, uh, the AFC playoff picture is set. Um, we know where everybody's playing. We know it's Houston at Baltimore. And we know that it is Kansas City at Buffalo. Um, still holding on tight of my prediction at the beginning of the year that it would be Kansas City versus Baltimore in the AFC championship game. Uh, maybe not a bold bull take, but I'm sure I could go back and find the audio. It's got to be somewhere from like June or July. But I'm sure I could find that audio. But if you want to know, uh, right now, Houston at Baltimore is a nine and a half point dog. 
9.5 as the rookie will head to Baltimore, the rookie and C.J. Stroud, which I think we should have a close vote for Offensive Rookie of the Year this year. I know Stroud's going to get it, all right? But Puka Nakua, that ought to be a pretty close vote, if not a shared vote, in my opinion. And maybe I'm biased because I had Puka Nakua on like every single fantasy roster this year because on my waiver money on the, after the first week, I just put it all on Puka Nakua. It's like, yep, that guy's got it, even though he's a fifth-round pick out of BYU and a rookie still looked like he was the truth. But again, C.J. Stroud at Baltimore, nine-and-a-half-point dog. Nine-and-a-half-point bo- dog. I think I, at this point, I think I've got to take Houston plus nine-and-a-half. Look, C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, if he had Tank Dell, I mean, just would have been even better. But they kind of got a little bit of a life and running game since they got uh, Singletary involved instead of the what was supposed to be the Daenerys, or not Daenerys Prince, that's a Kansas City Chiefs guy. But Singletary's elevated their running game. Nico Collins is a stud. C.J. Stroud has proven that he can get it done as a quarterback, but it's the playoffs, although he did play against Cleveland. They waxed Cleveland. Part of the reason was because Joe Flacco gave him 14 free ones. Helps out. But Baltimore on the other side with the conversation that you have to have because everybody always has it when the number one seed is as dominant as Baltimore has been. Baltimore essentially has had two and a half weeks off. And you think to yourself, Dusty, how can a team get a half a week off? Well, if you remember in week 17, Baltimore beat the ever-living sense out of, out of the Miami Dolphins. Right? You think about how the Miami Dolphins season ended. They got blown out by Baltimore. They got beat by Buffalo to lose the division. And then they got blown out in the playoffs. You think Mike McDaniels' seat's going to be a little warm next year? A little, little toasty? Some eyeballs looking down his neck? I get it. They're good. But how many good teams do they beat this year? That's cool. They hung up 70. But how'd their season end? Three contenders... The top three seeds in the in the NFL, blown out, beaten, and blown out. But Baltimore, again, two and a half weeks off, right? They sit mainly all of their starters in the second half of that Miami game because they were up like 56 to 10. Nobody played in that week 18 game. And then the first round bye they had this week. And now you have a team, and we can talk about this because we talked about with Buffalo playing with house money can be a dangerous thing, right? Houston has already cashed in for something that they didn't expect to win, right? You're playing at a poker table. You're firsthand in Texas Hold'em. You go all in and you win. And then what do you do? You take that $50 that you bought in for and put it to the side, and that money that's in front of you, you're like, okay, I just, this, this wasn't mine beforehand. It's either not going to be mine or I'm going to multiply it even more and go home with it. And that's where Baltimore, or that's where Houston, I think, Buffalo sit. And that's a scary thing to have, right? It can be scary good or scary bad. I think it's more scary good for Houston than it is scary good for Buffalo, and I'll explain. Houston probably's checklist, massively different than the other three that are in the AFC, in the AFC playoff picture, right? Kansas City's every year is, let's get to the Super Bowl. Buffalo's is, let's get to the AFC Championship game. Baltimore, let's get to the AFC Championship game. And let's play Kansas City. Houston's, you'd have to think, was, 
let's just be recognizable. Let's make it work with our quarterback, develop this team, and get to where we need to get. And then they ended up finding themselves winning the AFC South. Their quarterback probably winning rookie of the year offensively. And now all of a sudden, they have a chance to go make history and knock off the number one seed with a rookie quarterback on the road. And there's always going to be that question, rested or rusted, when it comes to Baltimore. Have they been resting too long? I always say there's no such thing, but there has been times where I have been debunked of that theory. Tennessee Titans. Remember when they were the number one seed? Then they rested, and then they lost, and then they handed that home field advantage right into the Kansas City Chiefs' hands. But Houston playing with a lot of house money with nothing to lose and a chance to play in the AFC Championship game in which then they would find themselves either going to Buffalo or a possibility of going to Kansas City, which is where we steer to the next matchup, which is your Kansas City Chiefs and your Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills, Bills, as I had mentioned, playing with house money. Could be scary, could be good. Buffaloes could be scary because you could get a little reckless. Screw it, we don't care. No one thought we'd get here. We won our division. We got the two seed. We at least made it here. We're going to try to do what we can to beat the Chiefs. We're going to try to go above and beyond. Oh, wait, there's a defense on the other side that is the number one defense in the NFL. Call me a homer all you want for calling it the number one defense. I've yet to see a better one. And the Chiefs are a a two-and-a-half-point underdog. Mahomes' first game on the road, he's a a two-and-a-half-point underdog. And if you remember last year against Cincinnati, that line came out. Cincinnati was favored by three in Arrowhead. Kansas City won. The Super Bowl line came out. Philadelphia was favored by two-and-a-half. Kansas City won. And now Mahomes will take his team on the road to Buffalo as a a two-and-a-half-point underdog as of Monday, January 15th. Six days before this game is to be played, you'd have to think that with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the new identified offense in Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, and the use of of Travis Kelsey in today's offense, and with that sort of defense going up against Buffalo that has a wide receiver one, but no wide receiver one has gone over 100 yards. Tyreek Hill had a touchdown in that game. One of very few against these corners. It was a pretty amazing touchdown for him to get. It was a ball thrown behind me, but then still able to score. But if you're looking at it from January 15th and a prediction of what we could see this weekend, my thinking and the odds in my head would think that you're going to get an AFC championship game against Kansas City and Baltimore in Baltimore And it's another one of those head coach quarterbacks against head coach quarterbacks where coincidentally, the two head coaches have a lot of history against each other and a lot of history with each other. Sean McDermott from the Andy Reid coaching tree, John Harbaugh as well. As those matchups will be next Sunday, the Chiefs will play at 530 against Buffalo in Orchard Park against those Buffalo Bills. Don't worry, no snow, no rain, no wind. Like 10 to 15 mile per hour winds throughout the game, I guess. Maybe we'll see. Temperature 25 degrees and partly sunny. Well, it won't be sunny for long because that game's at 530. Coming up on the other side, we do the out-of-left-field question. Tonight's question, 913-586-7610. What's one advantage you get with this current weather situation in Kansas City? Again, what is one advantage you get 
with this current weather situation in Kansas City. 913-586-7610. That is the out-of-left-field question. This is After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. It's touchdown, Kansas City for homeowners. When you sell your home as is, in any condition, to RexBuysKC.com. This is Mitch Holter's Voice of the Chiefs. And now, sell your home to Rex. No matter the condition or situation, with closing details designed to fit your schedule, needs, and wants. Thanks, Mitch. This is Rex, owner of RexBuysKC.com, your local home buyer. We offer instant cash offers on the first visit. We pay you more. We give you unlimited options on how to sell your home as is with no out-of-pocket repair costs, no closing costs, fees, or commissions, and we'll close in as little as seven days. Call now at 816-330-6000 or go online to rexbuyskc.com. Rex will buy your home for more with huge cash offers, fair and honest dealings, and options that make selling your home quick and hassle-free. Homeowners, call now, 816-330-6000, or go online at rexbuyskc.com. We're talking with Dr. Chris Hettinger, board-certified urologist at Kansas City Urology Care. Tell us what sets KCUC apart from other urology practices. The things that make us stand out are the technology at our disposal, the quality of the surgeons, and the experience from years and years of robotic surgery. KCUC was the first to bring robotic surgery to Kansas City, right? We performed the first robotic surgery in Kansas City in 2003 and continue to perform hundreds of urologic robotic surgeries in the Kansas City metro area every year. Robotic surgery offers less blood loss, shorter hospitalization, less pain, shorter recovery period. After robotic surgery, many of my patients get back to work within a week or two. For abdominal surgery, it's revolutionized what we've done. From problems urinating to sexual function to prostate cancer, see the experts. Kansas City Urology Care. At KCUC, you see the best in KC. To make an appointment, visit appointments.kcurology.com. Hey, this is Trent McDuffie, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. KCSP Kansas City, WDAFHD2 Liberty, always live on the free Odyssey app. Here on After Hours, 610 Sports Radio, about an hour left of the show. Thanks for all that are joining us. 913-586-7610. Colder than hell outside. Colder than hell outside. Dusty, this is G-Babe, and your boy called one like you. Be doing, we're going to get Miami, Buffalo, and do you think CJ can beat Baltimore? I don't know. He's got a lot of house money to do so, I know that. I do know that. I have peanut butter, chocolate, French toast, Belgian waffle, maple stout I can bring you. Oh, nice. Not a big stout guy, but tonight might change. It is 8 o'clock here on After Hours, so what we do every single night is we do the out-of-left-field question tonight. The question, what is one advantage the weather in Kansas City that is currently going on? What is one advantage you get from it? James, let's get to the out-of-left-field question. 
Again, the number, 913-586-7610. What's one advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? James, I do this every night. Either I can go first or you can go first. It is totally your call. I leave the power in your hands. I'll go ahead and take it. Um, Cold weather, as soon as it comes around, I love to whip up some chili. Chili, chili, chili. And then I gather, I'm a family man, you know that. Um, Got a couple kids around, and I like to gather them up, watch some good movies, and just hang out with the fam. Yeah, I dig that. We did uh, we did chili Saturday, then chili dogs last night. Oh yeah, that's the way you got to do it. You you always got to make enough to where you have leftovers, mm-hmm. and then you slam them on some chili dogs, or even maybe even some bratwurst. Ooh, ooh, I never thought about that. Are you uh, when you do chili dogs? Do you put mustard on the hot dog and then the chili? I I put chili and then mustard on top. Okay. Cheese and onions. Ah, I can't do the onions. <laughs> I don't know what it is about onions. 913-586-7610. What's an advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? 913 says you forget to bring your groceries inside. Not a big deal. They're all good for days. I remember that during COVID times, you were supposed to like leave your groceries like in a separate area for like 24 hours. And then when you brought them in, you had to like wipe them down. Yeah. Yeah, I was like an OCD freak. I, I did a, a little bit of Instacart shopping. Yeah, my buddy did that too. And I ran into a couple people that would insist that we leave it at the garage or mm-hmm. leave it on the doorstep or, you know, whatever their desires might be. I still think COVID started with all those people licking ice cream. Do you remember that trend that was going around? People go to like the freezer section and like lick ice cream and put it back in there. <laughs> Nasty ass. Um, Stepmom Mary always talk, chimes in. She says, no bugs outside and allergies go away. That's an advantage this weather brings. Yeah. I hate, hate mosquitoes. So I wish you could just like invent like a spray that just zaps all these like insects during like the summertime. Because I love nothing more than just to sit on a patio and listen to tunes and slip away into the evening. Nothing more annoying than when you got just something zapping your leg. Go get you, go get you a little fogger. Go get you a fogger from the camping section. You just spray that constantly? Yeah. Or is it a one well, and done? You, you, you could spray it. Just spray your area that you want to protect from, and, and maybe a couple of centronella candles. You'd be good to go. Okay. I do like the centronella. I would say my biggest, I don't know, my biggest advantage that this weather gives you is that you get to handle your own bourbon the way that you want to do it, and you don't feel too much like a scumbag. I'm not saying you got to get, you know, super toasted every night. But if you've got a nice little bottle of, like, you know, your favorite bourbon, it doesn't have to be, like, a super allocated one, like a Blanton's or, like, an Eagle Rare. But you go home, you know, you had to deal with some idiots in traffic. You're not going anywhere. It's a perfect time to dive into some bourbon. It's going to warm you up. You may have never been a bourbon person before. Might have been a tequila guy. Might have been a beer gal. Might have been a wine person. But the weather that we currently have makes me want to go to Hy-Vee and get a frozen pizza and a bottle of single barrel Four Roses and not feel bad about it. Now, if I were to do that in the middle of, like, July, I'd be like, what are you doing? On a Monday night, you need a frozen pizza 
and drink bourbon and sit inside, I'm going to be a little skeptical myself. But on a day where the temperature, according to my watch, is 2, 2, I'm okay with that. 913-586-7610. What's one advantage this weather in KC currently gives you? From the 913, this weather gets you ready to go to Buffalo and you're not scared to go because... You know what the cold is like. It's going to feel like a tropical paradise in Buffalo on Sat- on Sunday. It's going to be 25 degrees. That's going to feel like Miami. Literally. It's going to be 25 and feel like 20. It hasn't felt like 20 in Kansas City for four days. From the 816, an advantage this weather can give you in this, this city right now, less traffic for obvious reasons from the 816. Yeah, I was... Uh, I kind of gambled today because I don't normally get to this studio around like 4.30 for this show. I'll do a lot of the planning at the house, get as much done as I can, and then I'll hit the road. And I looked outside and I was like, oh, shocker, it's snowing again. Great. It's still cold. My car still hates me. I'm still going to leave at 4 o'clock. And I did. The roads weren't bad. But there were some people treating it as if it was a blizzard. And fortunate enough, these people understand how to drive. And they were all in the middle lane or the right lane. I don't feel like I was being a Richard the way that I was driving. I was just going 70 miles an hour in the fast lane. It seemed fine. It didn't seem terrible. From the 816, no one going door to door, ZC. You got to go to Westlake Ace or the dollar store get you one of those no soliciting signs those things will change your life remember the first time my stepdad got one and he put it on our glass door at our house I was like what is that he's like this way people don't knock on the door and ask you to buy stuff <laughs> I was like oh really he goes yeah watch next time you see somebody walk up the street they'll see that sign and they'll just veer right and sure as you know what within a day there were two dudes in white shirts and black ties walking up our driveway looked at the door, stopped, I kid you not, stopped, and turned around. From the 913, roads are bad now. Careful going home. I've seen wrecks everywhere. Well, that's unfortunate. Didn't like hearing that. I'm also one of those guys that if the roads are bad and my drive is normally 25 minutes, I'll go 45 miles per hour on the highway. I don't care if it takes me an hour to get home, as long as I get home. Because the last thing I want to do is be stranded on the side of the road calling my insurance company being like, yeah, there's not a driver anywhere in sight. You're going to be there for at least two hours. Not good. Roads are bad. From the 816, plenty of seats at your favorite bar. That is no joke. I had a buddy of mine who had a a birthday celebration yesterday. And we went to Station 7. It's like a Martin City spinoff, I think. Maybe it is smart. It's on Colburn and 7 Highway in Blue Springs near Lottawana. Not anybody in there. I was the only one in there with our group of people. That was it. Like, there was a couple of families that had eight and then went home. I would assume it was like the after church crowd. There wasn't anybody there. Had a beer, had a sandwich, had a Caesar salad. It was gone. It was actually pretty nice. All right, somebody from the 816, no bugs. From the 816 as well. Lots of sex. Helps keep the wife warm. Okay. A lot of boom boom time going on this time of year. That's exactly why September is the most 
popular birth month. Mm. Everybody's getting naughty when it gets cold. I mean, what else are you going to do? This is, a, I mean, yeah, true. Especially if you're drinking bourbon and getting a little hopped up in the fields. From the 816, this is a hot toddy night. Sit back and relax. Praise be. I love a nice hot toddy. A little honey, a little bitters, a little whiskey, a lot of whiskey. Heat that little thing up, pour it in your glass, squeeze a little lemon in there, sit back and just toast away into the evening. From the 816, whiskey. Of course, the out of left field question tonight is what is one advantage that this weather that we currently have in Kansas City gives you? 816 is on James. Chili. From the 816, yeah, roads are terrible and people aren't driving any better out here delivering pizza from Domino's. You be safe, delivery guy, from the 816. And also, tip your damn delivery drivers tonight. You might never tip them because you think there's an automatic tip already within the delivery fee. Your ass ain't going to get it. You're depending on someone else to bring it to you. Feel a little bit nicer today. I'm a fire sprinkler filter, so I get a lot of work with pipes freezing from the 913. Yeah, that's one thing that's also uh, a serious issue. Because I've had my pipes froze twice. And since then, I am that freak that will open the cabinets, leave a dripping faucet, and kind of gauge where my temperature is so none of that happens. Because I've seen some horror stories. Our buddy Nick Price, he was telling us today that his furnace went out. And it's been 54 degrees in his house. Eesh. From the 816 playoff football. Glad to see Jay Binkley joining the show tonight. Yeah, I mean, this is a great day, man. If you got off work early and you got to watch the second half of that Buffalo-Pittsburgh game, and then that rolled right into the Philadelphia-Tampa Bay game, that'll roll right into about 10 o'clock. And then you go watch your local weather or whatever it is you watch after that. Perfect night for that. From the 816, thank you, Dustman. Good shout-out to get the tips. Everybody's being asses because they don't want to get out, but they're not tipping either. Appreciate you, long-time listener. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I try to do my best. And as we do every night, we try to tell people to be kind because it's cool to care. 913-586-7610. What's one advantage you get with this current weather in Kansas City? Speaking of advantages... Patrick Mahomes has played at home every single time in the playoffs, unless it was a Super Bowl. Now he goes on the road. Advantage or disadvantage? Kansas City will play Buffalo Sunday at 530. That was the out-of-left-field question. Thanks to James. Thanks to all the text that came in. Again, tip your delivery drivers. Whether it's DoorDash, Uber Eats, Pizza Hut, Domino's, Minsky's, whatever you're getting delivered to you or dashed to you. Be a little bit nicer. 913-586-7610 on the other side. We dive into Chiefs at Buffalo. Mahomes on the road. Scary? Maybe. But it may not be scary for the Kansas City Chiefs. James, Dusty Likens, After Hours. This is 610 Sports Radio.